Welcome to At The Source. Today's guest is Andrzej Szymowski. I got that right? Yeah. smiling at me. That's great. We're here at the Polish Vodka Museum. The only vodka museum in the world. And Andrzej's story sounded so interesting, we uh, nabbed him from the tour and wanted to ask him a few questions. So, Andrzej, could you introduce yourself and just give us the the list of job titles that you currently hold? Because you currently don't get any sleep, do you? (laughs) Sure. Uh, hello. Um, so I'm. Uh, I do not work. First of all, I'm the servant, servant <laughs> to the to the to the tradition, to the history, to the heritage of Polish uh, vodka. Uh, I'm the proud president of Polish Vodka Association, president of uh, um, Polish Vodka Museum Foundation, chairman of the board of Polish Spirits Industry Organization, and vice president of uh, Wyborowa Company Pernerica. Now the first question we always ask, we're going to ask you first your favorite, your first food memory, but also then your first vodka memory. Well, um, I do not remember what was my first food memory. Maybe it was a kind of Polish soup, famous Polish soups prepared by my mom, or some Polish uh, fruits or vegetables. I do not remember, but I really, really remember my first meeting with uh, Polish vodka. It was uh, just after I successfully passed uh, exams uh, to become the student of Warsaw uh, University law degree, and I came back from Warsaw from exams to my home uh, town uh, my colleagues asked me have you passed your exams yes so uh, you went out so vodka. now we should buy uh, a bottle of vodka and uh, and drink because vodka is always was and is associated with big meetings uh, family or friends uh, parties uh, to celebrate good or sorrow. We are happy, we consume vodka. We are sad, we consume vodka. Uh, so it was to celebrate, just to celebrate. So it's not a drink that Polish people are having every day. It's pure, it's for those exciting or those sad moments that need to be marked, those significant times. Well, also when you sign the contract, it's something you celebrate the the, the, the momentum. Uh, but of course, we are talking about the pure tradition. Uh, it's um, also linked, uh, associated with the Polish hospitality, Polish table, uh, with a lot of good food, uh, natural food. And a part of that is to drink, uh, because food uh, cuisine always goes together with alcohols. doesn't matter in what country. In the uh, uh, Mediterranean area, you consume uh, wine, beer, Germany, uh, Belgium, Czech Republic. Mm. Uh, in the Slavic part of uh, Europe, uh, vodka uh, was dominated uh, during during celebrations and then uh, food consuming. So at the start, you told us all of those different roles that you hold now. How did you first get into working in vodka? Because you went, you were going to do law. Uh, yes, um, uh, but even in my in my in my uh, professional career, I was the servant, the the, the clerk uh, in the government, uh, working for the Minister of Foreign Economic Relations. Then I was also the deputy minister in the Committee for European Integration and the advisor to the Foreign Minister of Poland. But um, it was just just um, it, it happened uh, because I worked for the former state-owned company Agros. That company was the owner of uh, the 
rights to register Polish vodka brands abroad. Speaking in a simple language, uh, Agros was the official distributor, exporter of Polish vodkas abroad. Then uh, the French uh, uh, French company, Pernod Ricard, uh, came and bought uh, Agros. And I was with Agros, so I was in the same package mm. uh, to, be, to, be, to be sold. Uh, and then the privatization of the Polish spirits sector began, and we completed privatization with the, with with Wyborowa. but uh, Wyborowa, of course is a queen of Polish um, vodkas uh, but the history of Polish vodka goes to medieval uh, times at least 500 years of history you were telling us before that actually vodka is Polish uh, get about Russia of course of course because um, it comes from the logic and geography According to uh, historians, distillation process was invented in China mm-hmm. long, long before Arabs took distillation technology from China uh, to today's Spain. And the um, distillation adventure began in 7th, maybe 6th, 7th century and went to the east. Mm-hmm. And because uh, because in Poland we didn't have grapes, so we had to adapt local um, raw materials like uh, grains mm-hmm. and long time after potatoes to ferment, to distill, and later later uh, to create uh, today's uh, style of, uh, of of vodka. But um, but in the 16th century, 17th century. Everything related to vodka uh, was first to Poland, then to 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 to, to Russia. So, uh, but I understand. I understand why uh, people in the world uh, thought uh, or still uh, are thinking that vodka is uh, is linked with with Russia. It's marketing. But, no, not it's not marketing. It's a it's a history, because after the Second World War, this part of the world was uh, dominated mm. by uh, Soviet Union Empire, and. Uh, the size of Russia yeah. uh, brings a big, big gravity. Mm-hmm. And people think, because the Russians, they do not have uh, sophisticated wines, brandy, uh, tequila, uh, is a vodka country. Mm. Uh, but historically speaking, Poland was the first. We are much, much smaller, but uh, we are first to Russia. But I don't blame about that. And I think that it helps uh, marketing uh, to create the the boiling or the fog or whatever mm-hmm. you call it between uh, the, the dispute between Poland and, and, and Russia, who was the first. Because when, when, there, are, when there are two fighters uh, fighting for the world belt champion, <laughs> uh, uh, the rest uh, are audience. And we and the Russians are fighting for the glory to be number one, to be to to to, to be called the uh, cradle of, uh, of 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 vodka. Well, our listeners will now know the truth that it's Polish first and foremost. I actually wanted to ask you a question about Vibrova. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. So this brand of vodka has been around a long time and was originally, as you mentioned earlier 
kind of at a government level. Can you tell us a bit of a potted history about that particular brand of vodka? We had uh, in our history, uh, and you can find um, marks in our literature, poetry, because vodka is a part of our heritage, history, and tradition. But the brand itself was uh, uh, was invented in this building. Which is very, very cool. Which is very, very cool. This building, a part of the former uh, Tsar Russian uh, distillation um, factory, starting from 1897, uh, before the the First World War, during the First World War. By the way, there is a nice story. Uh, In 1915, during the First World War, where the uh, German army uh, went to the east and they just pushed Russians to go away uh, from, uh, from Warsaw. In this uh, production plant, uh, in the storage, Russians had 10 million liters of ready to, 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 to consume vodka. Wow. 10 million liters. Just a small amount. The decision was either to leave it for Germans uh, or to destroy because they didn't have time to take it to the east and they destroyed. So can you imagine uh, the 10 million liters were all over the area Flooded yes yes absolutely and uh, so i can say that even uh, every single uh, square um, inch of the soil is full of vodka and you can uh, you can feel it you can vaporize uh, these uh, the, the the vodka from 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 the soil but the brand was uh, was was invented in uh, 1927 in this building as Vyborova. But of course, it was based on long, long-term tradition of distillation, rectification, and the final uh, product. So we can we can say that uh, vodka exists much longer, Vyborova brand from 1927. But we are uh, where the baby was born. Now, you've mentioned this building a couple of times, and you told us earlier that this museum is your baby. Can you talk to us about, because I mean, just as an, you know, as a bit of context, it's amazing. There's a lot of interactive aspects of it that, you know, you, you can see a process. It's not just writing on a wall or a picture on a wall. And I think that's, that's a really beautiful thing when it comes to a museum, because people always say, oh, museums, they're boring. That's not the case anymore. And especially with a wonderful place like this. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, your vision and how it came about? Well, this, we, we, we did not invent it the will because there are museums in Scotland, in uh, Ireland, in France, in Spain, uh, in Czech Republic. Uh, but we didn't have Polish Vodka Museum, Polish Vodka Heritage Center. Uh, and in 2004, I was invited by Scotch Whiskey Association to Edinburgh, and I visited the Scotch Whiskey Heritage Centre with uh, all uh, or almost all Scotch whiskey uh, brands and the gift shop. Of course. And I said to myself, okay, we have to create a temple for Polish vodka mm. to, uh, to, to, to give the tribute to the history of this brand. It took a little bit of time, but finally 
it was the uh, the possibility to establish a Polish to build the Polish vodka museum in this Conesser Warsaw capital city uh, former production uh, production plant site and uh, from the idea to execution is always a little bit of time but we uh, uh, it was like a national movement because uh, whoever uh, I have asked to participate in this project nobody said no. Uh, so we hired the best architects, uh, designers, to design the the museum from the inside. Mm. So Mr. Nijo, uh, who is the author of uh, Jewish history, uh, Polish Jewish history museum, Pauline and Warsaw Uprising Museum, and several other museums, he is absolutely the the, the, the genius, and uh, he is the author of Polish Vodka Museum. The logo uh, of the museum was designed by the famous uh, Polish um, poster uh, designers uh, Andrzej Pongowski. Very simple, just. Uh, M. V. Museum of Vodka. Okay, mm. but it's brilliant. Um, so, so um, we wanted to to present everything uh, in like in a, in a, in a, in appeal because history, the tradition, how we used to celebrate events, uh, weddings, um, parties uh, in the in the old days, uh, but also how vodka uh, is produced was produced and is produced is complicated process but we want we want in one place to educate to inform to present and then there is a meeting with a history which is um, the gallery where we present bottles mm. uh, old bottles favorite, yes bit, yes with a full range of history um, I cannot um, forget uh, the uh, significant element of uh, the fact that in the past we had big, big Jewish community in Poland. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know the word kosher, kosher uh, food, uh, also kosher alcohols. According to the Jewish tradition, you can also consume uh, kosher vodka for kosher uh, feasts, kosher holidays. And a part of our museum is also dedicated to, to kosher, uh, kosher, kosher vodka tradition. But uh, also, you cannot just talk about vodka. You have to taste it. And you have the different tasting rooms here. Exactly, well. because now you, we come to a geographical indication. Mm-hmm. Because Polish vodka, like Scotch whiskey, French cognac, Portuguese Madeira, mm. uh, Spanish Jerez. They it is it is Polish vodka GI. GI means the tradition how we produce and from the area uh, we produce. And Polish vodka definition for the Polish vodka GI is very simple. The whole process must be done on the Polish soil, plus only six listed in the law raw materials can be used to produce vodka it's rye wheat barley oats triticle or potatoes punto no others no imported raw materials Mm -hmm. pure polish product pure like polish vodka it's a part of our dna it's a part of our history our tradition our heritage Uh, i cannot imagine polish history without Polish vodka. Uh, Even more, 
um, every single country has something like iconic brands uh, to be recognized in the world uh, that this product belongs to that country. Mm -hmm. I'm joking that uh, Poland is worldwide known because of three W's, which means that we invented the website, which is not true, <laughs> but it sounds like that, uh, that uh, we have Wojtyla with W, Valesa with W, and vodka with dumb. Now say the first two again, and then what are those in English? Voitilla. Voitilla. Uh, the Pope, John Paul II. Okay. Uh, Valesa, Le Valesa. Le Valesa. Solidarity leader. Okay. And vodka. Vodka. <laughs> okay. Can you talk to us about what good vodka tastes like and feels like? Because I know that for those of us who are and I'm definitely including myself in this, in the uninitiated, I know that people who are really, really passionate in, about vodka, that there's certain things that they look for. So I know your background isn't in the distillery making vodka, but obviously with all your roles and your involvement in the industry, I bet you've got some really specific things that you look for. Absolutely. Uh, first, uh, I never drink vodka by myself, alone. Uh, always with friends, always with people, because uh, very important is to share a spiritual aspect of spirits uh, of vodka. So, um, but of course, the taste is different. Potato vodka, wheat vodka, rye vodka, very classic. Uh, I, I'm going to describe how the vodka should be uh, when you consume in a little bit romantic or uh, <laughs> poetical way. It has to be cold as Polish winter, as clear and transparent as friendship, as uh, strong as a brotherhood of men or love, and it has to warm your body like a fireplace at your home. It's very romantic. That is very romantic. We're actually going to be doing some tasting after this podcast, so I'm going to watch out for all those things and see if Absolutely. it happens to me. <laughs> So outside, as part of the uh, exhibition, you showed us the magic table. Yes. And the magic table shows some traditions. Do you have a favorite tradition or a favorite replacement for, you know, cheese? Habit, or... custom. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think that Polish wedding cannot happen without Polish vodka. The tradition of uh, sweetening uh, vodka uh, by kissing between uh, the wife and, and husband uh, after or during the wedding or uh, breaking glasses is a tradition for happiness. So we are celebrating. And I'm sorry, but we have to go to the ancient time, to the beginning of our uh, our our uh, European heritage, uh, because Jesus Christ also converted uh, water into alcohol uh, for wedding uh, wow. or during wedding. Uh, so wedding is uh, is, but also meeting with 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 friends when uh, we want to really feel our relations. Uh, we are cleaning sometimes our relations by because uh, if there is something wrong between us we do not know how to describe just uh, misunderstanding let's drink vodka and cons while consume consuming we are cleaning our relations up to the button and when we finish we give a hook and uh, since that time everything is clear 
everything is understood and our friendship continues. Do you only drink vodka neat? It depends, uh, because celebrating our traditional events, uh, weddings, parties, uh, birthday uh, days, we we drink, uh, at the beginning at least, we drink uh, neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, To uh, meeting people in the bar, uh, we prefer right now uh, to have cocktails mm-hmm. and vodka is perfect base yeah. uh, for cocktails. It's transparent, uh, it's almost um, uh, uh, smellless, neutral in tasting, in in, in, in fragrance. So uh, you can create as many cocktails uh, as your uh, vision mm-hmm. um, can 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 describe. From the sweet up to the bitter, from the little salty uh, or fruits or vegetable, uh, the, the variety is absolutely incredible. Uh, and uh, I have my own. It's like, a, for for instance, I call it Mad Dog or Polish flag. Uh, it's a, a cranberry juice with uh, uh, with with uh, spicy stuff, and of course vodka is white. Red and spicy. And Everything. A, a shot is it? Shot, a of shot. course, of course. And of that's course. your favorite cocktail? It's my traditional. Uh, of course, we drink vodka with. You cannot eat, for instance, Polish beef tartare without vodka. You cannot eat uh, Polish herrings without uh, vodka. Oh dear. Uh, we ate herrings without vodka. Uh, oh dear. Well, it's a mistake. I know. We're going to have to go <laughs> back a, and get It's a, it's a mistake. Uh, but... Um, mm, uh, I would like to 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 um, uh, to invite all uh, all all vodka consumers around the world to come to the homeland of vodka, to Poland, to Warsaw, to uh, the first Polish vodka um, uh, museum on the planet Earth. Maybe in the universe. I don't know uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, it could be one on Saturn. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They might think that they created vodka. Never mind the Russians. <laughs> could be the, sat- <laughs> the Saturns. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a really nice way to finish this. Um, sadly, we have water in our glasses, not vodka. But be, we are going for a tasting right are. now. Yeah. Would be for you to tell us how to say cheers. Well, I- I- according to the Polish tradition, always we say na zdrowie na zdrowie na zdrowie thanks for listening to today's episode that was a really fun one to record I think we mentioned it at the start of the episode but Karis and I basically grabbed hold of Andre when he'd finished talking to the press trip group that we were with we just felt like he had so much passion for vodka and just loved it more than anyone you could ever imagine loving anything so turns out we were right and he was really fun to speak to If you enjoyed listening to Andre talking about vodka, there are a couple of other drink-based episodes that you might enjoy. We've spoken to Richard Johnson, who's the head cider maker at Thatcher's. We spoke to Anton and Leela at Shisto Wines, and we spoke to Sam Spenson from Spenson Spirit. Have a look at our back catalogue and make sure you give those ones a listen. 
Coming up next time, we're back in Bristol, our home city, talking to Jen Taylor. She's best known for her really popular book that came out last year called Chard, where she talks about cooking with fire. And actually, since recording the episode, she's now launched her own cooking with fire cookery school, which I really would love to find out more about. So keep your ears open for that one. Until next time, over and out.